0: All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, Before we go into today's topic, you know what? Hold on. It's a beautiful day in Austin, Texas, gang. And Uncle Bobby's allergies have decided to make a minor appearance. So my nose is getting all dry from all the constant wiping and all that other good stuff. But uh, quick uh, business to take care of. So, as you guys know, Uncle Bobby has been stripped of monetization privilege because I harass people. Okay. Uh, If anyone is ever feeling so inclined uh, to tip, check out the links in the description. The whole Patreon, the Venmo, and all that other good stuff. I can't touch Super Chat tips. So, thank you in advance to anyone who even considers it. But if you feel so inclined, look downstairs right there. Check the link, do the Patreon and all that other good stuff. I don't have access to anything that goes through YouTube because I harass people. Now, gang, here's one thing that I'm not gonna stop doing. I'm not gonna stop this quote unquote harassment. And let me tell you the reason why. Fuck that. (laughs) I mean, I, I was disappointed when I got the notice. I was, right? It's like, oh, you know, you made it, right? You had like a thousand subs. Oh, it's gonna start raining cash. I don't care about the money. I don't. It was just a milestone. But when I think about because they 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 gave me a strike, I appealed that, and I won the appeal. And it was <clears throat> an episode I did on Larry Elder because Elder is. Definitely a card-carrying member of the Trash Panda Club. And Ben Shapiro. Because I think he's a fucking coward. I actually do. Let me tell you why in, in this context. Gang, I don't think it was January the 12th. Dead serious. And while every credible news source was talking about the second insurrection on U.S. soil... Do you know what Ben Shapiro did an entire show on? Target. You want to know why? Target had a gender-neutral toy section for kids. If you guys can hear Buddy in the background, it's because he's eating some of my scraps, so yeah. There's no rule that says you have to shop in the gender-neutral toy section. It was if you feel so inclined we have a toy section for you. Now of course, being a part of the Daily wire, what does that mean? Oh my God, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. transgender people are taking me, 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 me. So I called him out. It's like, you my man are a fucking coward right This was your political party. despite what all the conspiracy theorists says, the answer is no jeff bezos did not pay a bunch of democrats to go wreck shop on january the 6th you've been carrying the spit bucket Ben, for the party of family values and when the party of family values showed you what their family values are you talked about toys so i called him a coward they gave me a strike on that they tell me i'm harassing i'm a, a harassment Because I go in on apologists and Christians. Christians are the ones telling you guys and me that we're going to burn in hell forever. I say, fuck that shit. No, we are not. Keep that shit to yourself. There are Christians whose videos I have reviewed. And they've got YouTube silver plaques behind them. All the while telling you, you ain't shit. You're going to get hurt. They're getting paid. I got punished. I'm not stopping. You can't be serious, and gang, that was an unintentional great lead-in to Christian apologetics. I'm telling you, this, this channel's new slogan, gang, "Jen and Truth" on YouTube is where fucking Christian apologetics comes to die. Gang, I still remember the very 11 years ago the first debate I ever saw or listened to was Philip Gregory and Eric Hovind. You guys already know that this is sitting on some bullshit when I said the name Eric Hovind. Philip Gregory is an actual philosopher, gang. And he did his opening statement, the Blase and the Glavonoids, and then it was Eric Hovind's turn. Now, I still remember my first thought when I saw the term presupposition, I was like, did he mean to put that on... His bio. (laughs) Because again, I didn't know 100% what it meant. But I kind of had a pretty good idea of what presuppositional means. And in this context, it means... I've already won this game of spades. You haven't even dealt me the cards. But I know. And by the way, you know it too. That I'm going to get the high and the low joker. I'm going to get the ace of spades. The king of spades. The queen of spade, the jack of spade, the ten of spade, And depending on how you play, I'm also going to get the deuce of spade. I'm going to cut everything you got. Yeah, we haven't even sat down. To, yeah, that's it. And it's like, okay, he can't be serious. But he was. And after Gregory, you know, ran down his philosophical whatever the fuck, they handed the mic to Eric Hoven. And he said, I've already won the debate. Debate's already over philip simply showing up proves that god exists the fact that he is able to form a single word out of his mouth proves that my god exists i've won this debate and i was like he this he's joking right <laughs> are you serious he was dead serious i had that shit done on me by fuck face chris but gang here's the thing about apologetics Every time, especially now that I'm a little bit more seasoned in the game, Christian apologetics reminds me, because I'm middle-aged, which means we had one TV in the house, which means that's what whatever your daddy watched, that's what you watched. Dad loved westerns, as all the fuckers did from his generation. And every time, gang, there was a snake or old salesman, it was the exact same song and dance. It was some cat from out of town, Right. And he'd bring his wagon in. Uncle John's miracle, magical, healing elixir. Five cents a bottle, don't you want it? No one's buying it as he's sitting there. You won't die. You'll have strength. Your dick will never get soft. You won't age. I can cure this. I can... No one's biting. Then, of course, the one person who walks up, you know, hobbling on a cane and shit. It's like, oh, I'm desperate. It's like, man, you look sick, little motherfucker. You know what? I'm going to give you the squ- first squig for free, sir. Oh, is this? I, oh, I can barely hold on to the. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. What is this? Uncle <coughs> John's <mad. coughs> magical, you know, all healing magical elixir? Oh, let me. Oh, mm. gang, what would happen? Right as he put it down, his monkey ass would take the cane and he'd fucking eat it, right? Then he'd pick up an anvil, like, oh, I'm stronger than a motherfucker, right? And he's picking up women and put them over his head and shit while he does lunges. Then he runs a marathon and back. That shit totally worked. Oh, five cents, shit, bitch! take $5. I want it all. That's what Christian apologetics is to me, gang. Because let me tell you something. I, I don't think for two seconds, I do not think for two seconds... Christian apologetics has actually ever changed someone's mind. I don't. Tim Bruggen Kate is very clear and very open when he says he was tired of getting his ass handed to him in discussions and debates as he's trying to defend the position that his God exists. So he went searching and found presuppositional apologetics. Gang, nobody. Oh, and I'm about to belch. I just belch, hashtag professional. I am not rare. I'm not the only person who has locked horns with an apologist and walked away regretting that experience. No one has ever said, oh man, you know what? I was a total atheist. And then some fuck face that I didn't know told me what it is I believe in. He told me he was going to assert my position for me. Then he talked about pizza getting sleepy. Then he sat there and acted fucking stupid by asking me, what do you mean by that for nine fucking hours? And you know what? I'm, I'm, an, I'm a Christian now. That has never happened, gang. I truly believe that the Tureks, the Kates, Chris, they go looking for this bullshit. It's like, I am tired of sitting here trying to tell someone that a virgin got pregnant. What do I do? Oh, wait, hold on. Let let me write this down. So blast them with questions like, what do you mean by virgin? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Tell them that they believe in what I believe. What what happens if they say no? Oh, okay. Tell them that they actually do believe and that I know what's in their, what's that? Oh, that's a good one. Pretend that ra- reality isn't real. That's a good No one has ever gotten into a debate or a discussion with an apologist, heard that nonsense and then said, "Sign me up." These fuck faces in my opinion, they go looking for this stuff. Okay? No one I don't believe it. I do not believe that it, shut the fuck up. So we are going to dog the shit. We're going to harass Christian Apologist, again, because this channel is where that nonsense comes to die off. Now, gang, the first one up is Fuckface Jeff Durbin. And I did an entire show on Durbin, and I told y'all why it is I don't like him. But for those of you, this is your first show, welcome aboard. And I don't like Jeff Durbin because he's a fucking Christian Apologist. There's a difference between a Christian and a Christian Apologist, okay? Okay. Again, in Latin or Greek or whatever it is, apologia translates to explain or defend. In Cajun, apologia means I'm going to lie to your fucking face. Okay? Jeff Durbin, there's a clip. Come here, buddy. Say hello to your audience. Okay, here we go. There's a clip and it's entitled, You Will Answer for This. Now, I clicked on it earlier, and I know it is about abortion. Now, gang, I told you, first and foremost, I have a dick. And I identify with said dick. I'm a cisgendered man. I do I do not debate abortion. My only contribution is that birthing person over there, okay, what, what, what do they say? They got pregnant, and they're going to keep it? You know what I say? None of my fucking business. Okay, that birthing person over there, they got pregnant, and they want to terminate it? What do I say? None of my fucking business. But before we roll this fucked up ass clip, gang, I'm going to tell you something. The last thing I want to hear come out of a Christian apologist's mouth, a Christian period, is the topic of abortion. I can't listen to you talk about the sanctity of life, then turn around and tell me that 1.5 billion Hindus are going to burn in hell. I can't listen to you hypocritical sons of bitches anymore. So gang, let's cue this up. This is gonna be fucking terrible. You guys ready? Let's roll the tape. I think. Okay. Thank you, Madam Chair. Gang, holy shit. This one is from 10 days ago. This video is from 10 days ago. He spoke at some uh, congressional meeting in Colorado. Let's roll the tape. This is one's fresh.
1: Representatives, members of the council. Again, I'm Reverend Jeff Durbin. I am the head of EAN and Abortion Now. We have these bills of equal protection for all humans from conception happening across the country right now. South Carolina, Georgia, Kentucky, Texas, Arizona, all over the country right now. The church is rising up. And people are being more consistent in the pro-life establishment. I'm speaking on behalf of over 60 million human beings unjustly executed in the wombs of their mothers. This is a simple bill. It's a simple bill.
0: Pause the tape. Again, so worried about, what did he say? Innocent childrens being executed in the wounds of their mother. In case you guys aren't aware, Durbin is a Calvinist. Now, if you don't know what Calvinism is in terms of Christianity, boy, are you going to enjoy reading about it later on. But let Uncle Bobby kind of give you the long or the short right now. Okay. Here's Calvinism. The the Uncle Bobby translation of Calvinism. It's how dare your dad fuck your mom. And now look. Look. Now your greasy ass is taking up space on God's planet. Look how fucked up you are. You are horrible. You are reprobate. There is nothing. And I do mean nothing redeeming. About your existence. Do you know how fucked up you are? Do you have any idea how fucked up you are? Look what you made God do, huh? You are so fucked up that God literally just had to kill his son because of you. It's your monkey ass. That's Calvinism, gang, and that's Jeff Durbin. <clears throat> and he's sitting there talking about, you know, executing innocent children. Because when that innocent children grows up to be me or a Muslim or a Hindu or the wrong kind of Christian, he'll be the first one to tell you, you chose to go to hell where my God, yeah, you know, my God, the one who loves you more than your mom and your daddy do, he's going to fuck you up forever. And you chose it. That's Calvinism. And now he's going to sit here and talk about the sanctity of life and innocent, but again, that's the fucking hold on buddy dad's got to get pissed off now go find your bed let's put buddy in his bed gang remind me I was talking about Calvinism Ah. come on buddy
2: nice golf right gang okay buddy's in his
0: bed let's do it back on topic where was I Oh, yeah, you two faced it, motherfuckers. Because it goes a little something like this. Again, we are all born sinners. We are all born worthy of the worst treatment unimaginable. Except for zygotes and blastocysts. We're all born sinners except for infants. Because when an infant dies, apparently that infant is innocent and they go to heaven? Christians. You can't have it both ways. Not on this fucking channel. He's talking about innocent kids. Again, and I know, I know, age of accountability. Shut the fuck up. When do we go from born sinners to innocent kids to guilty sinner? Are you am I the only one who thinks this is fucked up? Roll the tape.
1: It just says what science says. Everything you heard is testimony that this is unscientific. Is, um, if it wasn't so serious, it would be laughable. The science is incontrovertible. We are human, fully human from the moment of conception. That is an incontrovertible fact. And friends, we've been here before in our history. We have been here before. We have common grounds. They used to say, I know it's technically a human. I know it looks like a person. It's not a person. It's a black man. I know it's technically human. It looks like a person. It's not a person. It's
0: a Jew. Humanity is... Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself, dude. Seriously. I, I, it's hard to listen to this coming out of the mouth of a Calvinist. <clears throat> uh, just stop it. And and our only worth is that apparently we're made in the image of God. Ooh, aren't I special? I mean, give me a break. What someone does with their meat Christians is quite legitimately none of your fucking business. And all the emotional comparisons to slavery, to the Holocaust, coming out of your mouth, I don't want to hear it. I don't. And yeah, I know some of these Christians, they put up foundations, and honestly, kudos, that they will adopt if you, yeah, they give you an option. But at the end of the day, again, I still think that's kind of a soft manipulation at the end of the day, it's not your call. And yeah, you're right, That bir- and I've seen the videos of the birthing person and the ones that I've seen, a cisgendered woman, totally regretting her choice. And yeah, that's a part of it. That's definitely one of the possible outcomes that you terminate a pregnancy and I know someone with multiple kids with two feet on the earth right now and she made a decision to terminate a pregnancy, long before you know she had the kid. She had. Ne- I've heard her say it. She calls herself a murderer. She does. I also know women who are on the other end of the spectrum. Now we'll sit here and you, t- "Best decision I've ever made." I know women who are somewhere in the middle. I'm like, yeah, that shit happened. At the end of the day, it is a choice, and yet. You may be 100% pleased with your choice. You may also say that was sitting on some bullshit, but it's your choice, not Durbin's. And no matter how many emotional comparisons he makes, it's not his body being used as rental space. Roll the tape.
1: It's filled with this evil and this tyranny where we draw circles around ourselves and we dehumanize and butcher and tyrannize other human beings.
0: Is- kind of sounds like Christianity, doesn't it? Roll the tape.
1: Equal protection for all humans in the womb and outside of the womb. We all agree with the injustice of a white man killing a black man unjustly. But the pro-choice position is essentially saying we don't have a problem with that as long as it's in the womb. That's the truth of where we're at and that's the position. It's incontrovertible. established justice. Again,
0: pause the tape. Again, I'm not a philosophical fuckface, but isn't that pretty much appeal to emotion? Because again, Durbin will be the first one to turn right around and to look you dead in your eye and tell you what a horrible sack of shit you are, and that you aren't good. Like, no, I'm actually a good person. You know you're not. No, you are not. You deserve the worst treatment ever. It kind of sounds as if the most the kindest thing you could possibly do, and I'm not saying this to be funny, is to have an abortion. That apparently that is the one surefire way. ...to make sure that your monkey ass goes straight to heaven... ...where you can feel no pain and no dirt, no anywhere... ...then you come down here and then you turn into me. Because now my brain is formed. And I now know... ...that virgins don't get pregnant. And I don't care about all your philosophical bullshit. Because it's not just that I'm 50 and I understand basic biology. I've actually gotten someone pregnant. You know what I didn't use... Philosophy. I used my dick. Yeah, that's how that shit works. And so this stuff just doesn't make sense to me. So I say, you know what? I'm an atheist. I'm not buying it. It really seems as if Christians, if this is your position, you would think terminating a pregnancy would be the kindest thing to do because they may turn into me. They may turn the wrong kind of Christian, a Mormon, a Hindu, whatever the fuck it is you don't agree with. So again, this whole, you know, we, we draw the circle around us and we say, kill niggers, kill Jews and kill family. I don't care what you say. Christians, I don't care. It's not your meat. So it's not your choice. Roll the tape.
1: For these preborn children in Jesus name, this is a moral issue. It's not a biological one as is clear from the panel today. It is a moral issue, not a biological
0: Pause the tape. You're right. It is a moral issue. I think sending people to hell to be tortured forever is immoral. You know what Jeff would say if he was here right now? By what standard are you calling in? Christians get consistent. Fuck faces. Seriously. Is there, are we, we're all born guilty sinners except for infants. Because that makes a lot of sense. Roll the tape. One.
1: History will look back on the decision that you make today. And more importantly, right. I mean this with respect and humility to you. There is a day of judgment where you will stand before the bar of God's justice. And all of these children will have their day in court. You will answer for this. The call is... Pause the
0: tape in the tape. That's a threat. That's just a threat. Coming out of the man who's harping on about the sanctity of life and the Blase and the Glavinoids. That is quite literally, wait till your father gets home. I'll see you under the flagpole at 3 p.m. Here's going to be a day of judgment. He just threatened all those fucking council members. But again, remember, game, I'm the one who harasses people. Give me a fucking break. That's Christian apologetics right there. And yes, I am acknowledging right here Certainly and right nice. now, shut the fuck up, Jeff Durbin. That this is not exclusively a theistic position. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't even Hitchens' pro-force birth. I acknowledge that this is not just a theist. Non-believers can have this position too. But when we go off of what the likes of the Durbins, I can't hear your hypocrisy anymore. We're all made in the image of God. We're all special, the Blase and the glavonoids No, we're not. You can't have it both ways. Not on this fucking channel. Now gang, the next one up. Again, we got two that I've done before. Then I'm saving a new one for last. And I don't know which one to do first, gang. Or maybe I should just do one. I got so many. You know what gang, it's fuckface Frank Turek. And I told you, of my least favorite style of apologetics, it's presuppositional. Cause it's the laziest and it's the most disrespectful. You don't have to be there. To talk to a pre Because they're going to talk for you. And they're going to talk for themselves. That's my least favorite form. But my least favorite apologist. Is fuckface Frank Turk. I don't know why. I do not know why. All I know is that listening to his voice. It hurts my soul. From the outside in. Again I just hate the way he says. True. But. <laughs> You you want to talk about the whole again? What was it? A certain yeah. My, my I had like three foundational pillars of Christian apologetics. One of them I'll remember it before the end of the show. Robert, go fuck yourself. Was let's pretend that reality isn't real. They, all their arguments are hinging on what if. It's like fuck face, Let's worry about what is. But again, his latest thing that I've noticed is you know, and I talk to people all the time. And they always say, it's not true. Again, who goes around saying that? Nobody. These are only conversations you get into when you are talking to a fucking apologist. Right? But he's just annoying. Everything about him. Everything. You know what it is, gang? I think it's because he was the first person that I saw. And I did an entire show on that clip. Hannah, she was a college-age young woman. And Hannah asked him at the one second mark. I'm a good person, but I don't believe in your God. Am I going to go to hell? His response was, what do you mean by good? Well, I think I'm a decent person. What do you mean by decent? Well, I play the game by this. What do you mean by game? He did the fuck face tactics. Instead of answering the question, he stretched it out over nine and a half minutes. He did everything he could to make Hannah talk about herself instead of answering the fucking question. And then he ended it the way he does all that college predatory bullshit. If I gave you a book, would you read it? And she's like, dude, I'm in fucking college. I got a lot of books to read. Is that a no? It's like, fine, fuckface. Give me the fucking book. Oh, yeah. Fuckface Frank Turk. Am I going to go to hell? Nine and a half minutes later, he still didn't really answer the question. And I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself. And at that point, he was like my age. A 50-year-old man lying his ass off to a 20-year-old girl. That's probably why it is I don't like this fuck face. But gang, I, I found a clip and it's how old is the universe? okay I don't know what fuckface Frank Turk has his PhD in and more importantly I don't care because what it's not in is in Big Bang Cosmology it's not in evolution why would you ask this fuckface how old the earth is why right why don't you ask me about mathematical equations I suck at math if you're coming to me you know what I'm gonna say go ask my dad I'm not qualified to answer that fucking question. Anything plus two plus two, I'm like, you you do not want to hear from me, right? So why people continue to ask apologists about the... Okay, please go fuck yourself. I've already done this. Let's do it again for the newcomers. You guys ready? Watch this. Hey, Siri. How old is the earth? Gang, I just asked a five-inch box of fucking silicone. You know what Siri just told me? 4.5 billion years. She pulled it off of Wikipedia. Gang, you only ask a Christian apologist about the age of the universe and the age of the earth when you don't want to know the answer, when you want to sit comfortably in your ignorance. Hey, a PhD told me it's 6,000 years old. Gang, this one's gonna hurt. I'm not even sorry for doing this to y'all. You guys ready? Roll the tape. It's his fucking beginning. Here.
3: Yes, sir. What's your name? Christian. Christian. (laughs) Match your name. Yes, sir. (laughs) One quick note you're a lot taller in person than I thought you were. I'm a a what? A lot taller. Taller? Yeah, I thought you were really short at first. (laughs) I don't know what it was. Know you know, people always say that because they see the TV show and I go, well, of course, that's because your TV's only this big.
0: <laughs> I think Turk is a legit 6'2". Uh, I've heard one that one before, one too. Creature He's creature bigger creature. than what he looks. Um, what are your views
3: on, or I should say, do you consider um, yourself to be a young Earth creationist? Okay, I'm absolutely convinced that the universe is at least 53 years old. All right, let me throw my dad in there. 79. All right, this is an an in-house debate among Christians. And let me just give you a a few minutes on this because it's a...
0: Pause the tape. Why? Why? Why is this an in-house debate with Christians? Christians, you're about as much of a Big Bang cosmologist as I am. I leave Big Bang cosmology up to Big Bang cosmologists. Yeah. I do. You want to know why? It's not my area of expertise. Right? If your monkey ass is sitting here talking about virgins getting pregnant and snakes talking, now you want to give me some scientific knowledge, I'll be like, hard pass, dude. Hard fucking pass. I don't want to hear it from your mouth. But no, again, you only talk to this fucker when you don't want the actual answer. You just want to be made to feel good about your presupposition. Roll this fucked up ass tape.
3: It's a very uh, common question. First of all, does science show an old universe? And the answer is, if the laws of physics have not changed, the answer is yes. Jesus Christ. Right? But the assumption is the laws of physics haven't changed. Uh, You have to make that assumption, like light from the stars. The speed of light is assumed to be unchanged. If the speed of light hasn't changed, the universe is 13.8 billion years old or something like that, right? Keep going. Um, But how do we know it hasn't changed? We don't, but it's probably a good assumption it hasn't. Why? Because the speed of light.
0: Pause the tape. That's presuppositive. He's creeping that in. Right? Again, gang. Okay. Is it possible? Now, I'm a processor. I am. When I learn to kind of control my temper, if I'm really mad and I'm really mad at you, what I will do is I will write the most vile shit on the planet. On paper right I'll just get it all out I'll get it all out on the paper so I can be calm and cool so now I can talk to you and now we can discuss what you did without me attacking your person if it's that kind of mistake now is it possible that as bad as Donald Trump fucked up that i just processed all night then i took the paper and i balled it up and i was like oh fuck it okay i got that out then as i went and threw it into the garbage can that an american eagle caught it and then flapped its wings is it possible that that american eagle kept that piece of paper and flew it all the way to the fucking white house i've got my name my phone number my address I've got copies of two forms of government ID on it. Is it possible that that American Eagle flew all the way to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, dropped it? Is it possible that that ball of paper just hit a Secret Service agent on there? It's like, hey, what's this? And they open it up and like, holy shit. Is it possible that the Secret Service will come down here not 24 hours after and hem my black ass up? And before nightfall, is it possible that I will be manning a fucking watchtower in Siberia? Is it possible that they will hem my parents up and make them disavow the knowledge that their youngest kid does not exist? Is that possible? Yeah. Is it probable? No. So I'm going to continue to process because that's how I get my anger out. Okay, he's leaving that very small sliver, right? Is it possible that the laws of physics have changed? Okay, yeah, but is it? Okay, what do I always do? Okay, here we go. Gravity, if I'm not mistaken, negative 9.81 newtons per square inch. It's 210 at the time of this recording. Okay. The force of gravity still pulled that Vaseline down. Now that was about five seconds ago. So it's no, no. It's now two eleven. We've turned to another. That's okay. Fifteen seconds later, that law is still in full effect. Now, if I do it a third, fourth, and fifth, is it possible that I'll drop this thing of Vaseline? It's just going to hover. It's possible but how probable is it he's leaving that very little sliver of maybe and that's Christian apologetics right there roll the tape
3: change all the other laws of physics would have to change as well but you're still making an assumption sometimes uh, salt in the ocean is used to try and date the earth young the problem is the deposition rate is assumed to be unchanged and the beginning amount of salt minerals is assumed to be zero Radioactive dating, which is used to debate things or date things on the earth, you're assuming the decay rate is unchanged, and in uranium dating the beginning amount of lead is zero. These are all assumptions you can't prove. Now, what about the Bible? Does the Bible show that the universe is young? Let me ask a question in here. What is what does the first verse of the Bible say? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay, when did God create the heavens and the earth? In the beginning. Does it say when? No! You say, what about the days? Well, the days begin in verse...
0: Gang, please go fuck yourself. This is the dumbest shit of all time. Again, people pay money for this stuff, gang. It really does. You know what? Please go fuck yourself. Hold on. Let's look up on the people's iPhone of knowledge. All right, let's go cross-examined sub-number. Hold on, wait for it. Okay, let's take a look here. So I'm on his fucked up ass website. All right, you know, this is going to take a long time. How about this? He's got more than I've got. He's at minimum in the tens of thousands, if not the hundreds of thousands. That means he's making money off these videos, gang. He's making money by lying his monkey ass off. Now he's getting into his song and dance. Because I told you, he does this, his his song and dance has not changed for the 11 years that I have had the unfortunate uh, moments to know his fucking name. I've seen him do this to seasoned debaters. He, again, he just slides that in there, right? Well, if the first miracle of the Bible is true... Are they, and the first miracle, according to him, is God creating the universe out of nothing. And he just kind of slides that in there. And you're like, yeah, I guess so. Then he's got you. He's doing it to people who are already biting on this bullshit.
3: Roll the tape. Three. The very first verse seems to indicate the heavens and the earth are created before you can start the days. Uh, so the point here uh, is, is that since the, since the initial creation happened before day one the Bible doesn't say how old the universe is but even if you think that days do have something to do with the age of the universe there's different usages of the word day in the first chapter of the oh, okay. 24 hours it could be
0: okay you know what pause the tape and we may end the tape stop not only have i heard christians online say this i'm about to belch i just belch hashtag unprofessional not only have i heard christians online say this I've had pastors and Christians say this to my face. It all depends on your definition of the word day. Okay, look, fuckface. Out here in reality land, day means 24 fucking hours. Right? Because I remember the first one who did it to me was Kenny. And it was, look, okay. Believe in a God all you want. But the world being created... And six 24-hour days, come on, man, come on, the billions of years. And he was like, well, I mean, Robert, how do we measure a day? I mean, there was, you know, there's all the, you know, there's back in the day. There was yesterday. There was the other day. they I'm like, really, is that, is that seriously? out here in reality land it means 24 fucking hours so he's about to do the whole well it depends on your definition of day gang roll this fucked up ass tape
3: So 12 hours how do we know because it says called the light day and the darkness night there's 12 hours there's also a period like an indefinite period of time in fact, in Genesis 2-4, it says, In the day the Lord created, which is a summary statement, which covers all six days. And we, we use this all the time. We use this um, this phrase, day. Like if I were to say Jim Harbaugh was a great quarterback in his day at the University of Michigan, everybody would know I wasn't talking about 24 hours, right? I was talking about a period of time.
0: Pause the tape, in the tape. I don't want to hear that. Jim Harbaugh was a good quarterback back in his day. Well, we all know that's not... Gang, he's lying. That is a grown-ass man lying. Okay. Please go fuck yourself. You know good and goddamn well... Let me kill this fucking film. You know good and goddamn well, Christians, when we say Look, dude, are you really making the claim that the world was made in six 24-hour days? You know good and goddamn well we are talking about 24 hours. We're not talking about back in the day, the other day, yesteryear. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm talking... You know what this is like, gang? This is like fuckface side Tim Bruggenkate. K. Right? He if he can get you to say the word absolute or absolutely, as far as he's concerned, he's nailed your ass to the wall, right? You know, like he'll and he'll get you to say the word absolutely or absolute. Then he is like, okay, there there co- there are two common usages of the word absolute or absolutely, right? This one over here, definition A. It's a standard by which there is no comparison. Right? Michael Jordan was absolutely the best uh, player in the NBA. How do I know that? Do you ever notice how everyone coming after him is the next Michael Jordan? Right? Then there's option B, which is just kind of an emphatic hell yeah, an enthusiastic hell yeah. Hey, big guy. I know you like pizza. We're going to go grab pizza after work. want to go grab some pizza? Man, absolutely. Right? You know good and goddamn well that's the part that I'm using, not the standard by which there is no comparison. That's what this is, gang. You know good and goddamn well when it's like, okay, fuck things. Are you telling me that some fucker in the sky with magic powers made a universe in six days? You know I'm talking about 24 hours on the clock. I'm not talking about Jim Harbaugh being a good quarterback back in the day. Or the other day. You are lying. Now gang, let's get into the newest fuck face. Now, Ray, I think this was you. This is your fucking fault. I, 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 I am now a worse person for knowing this dude's name. J. Warner Wallace. Gang, and the problem with the apologist like J. Warner Wallace, he's smart. He's smart, right? It's, it's like when they argue for Lee Strobel, what do they always say? Lee Strobel had a nine billion IQ. Lee Strobel's the smartest man on the fucking planet. Lee Strobel was the greatest investigative reporter in the history of known man. Lee Strobel read the, wor- the, uh, the book War and Peace when he was four years old, and he did it an entire afternoon. Lee Strobel's the smartest man in the fucking universe. Then he went on kind of an atheistic pilgrimage because, yeah, atheists, that's what we do. We go on a pilgrimage. And he wanted to disprove God because that's exactly what atheism is. And now he's a Christian. Okay, smartest man in the universe, fuckface Lee Strobel, give me this knockdown evidence. Let let see. Let show me. Why did the apostles die so bravely? You can't prove to me that there is no God. If there is no God, what's wrong with Ray? I don't care how smart you are. You sound just as stupid as the rest of them. They do that with John Lennox. And again, I've got no room to criticize John Lennox's intelligence level. I don't. This fuckface has what, from what I understand, like a legit PhD in mathematics. I'm not joking, gang, and I laugh at it. I literally took a remedial. I did, I'm not joking. My SAT scores were so low in general, but the math scores were so low, I had to take a remedial math class at UT and they provided me a tutor, free of charge, that I met with twice a week and I still got a D. John Lennox is like a legit PhD in mathematics from like Cambridge or some shit. I can't hold that man's spit bucket when it comes to academics. But he's a Christian and they love to bring him out. And how smart he is and how phenomenal and the blase and the fucking glavenoids. And then when he goes and debates atheists, you'll never guess what. He sounds just as stupid as all of them. And I remember my least favorite moment was when he was debating Richard Dawkins. Right? Apparently the Pope of atheism, right? And he's sitting there. And as usual, because that's apologetics 101, it's to define atheism for atheists. Say it with me, gang. What's so hard about letting members of the club define the fucking club? Right? And so he's trying to define atheism for Dawkins. Now, he asks them, Do you believe in God? He's like, and he tried to nail him down. And Dawkins was like, look, dude, I just don't believe you. You know what he said, Uh, Lennox? Well, do you believe that? And I remember seeing that clip, and then it just kind of faded. And I remember uh, some fuckface made it, Thug Life? Look, I just don't believe in a god. Well, do you believe that? And then they played, you know, some Dr. Dre, and you know, like the glasses and the cigarette appeared out of nowhere, like he just owned the lib epic style. For as smart as he is, he still sounds just as stupid when he defends Christianity. Again, you cannot defend that which is not defendable. That's J. Warner Wallace, gang. I can't hold his jockstrap academically. The fucker made it all the way, apparently, to like a homicide detective. You can't be a slouch and do that. My dad used to investigate homicides on post. My dad is pretty fucking smart, gang. You can't be a slouch and be a homicide detective. So they love to put J. Warner Wallace out there to own the libs, epic style. But you'll never guess what. No matter how smart he is on paper, he's still defending stupid shit. So I watched some J. Warner Wallace. Ray, fuck you, man. I, that was, oh, that was fucking terrible. It was just fucking terrible. So the first one up is, of course, my favorite topic, hell. And it's J. Warner Wallace. Oh, and he's got this thing called Cold Case Christianity. Because again, he's a homicide detective. Now, hearing the few stories for, about my dad's former line of work, I'm about to belch. I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. You start at the 100-meter mark, and then you work your way backwards, right? That's why it's a difficult job. And so he's got a series called Cold Cold Case Christianity. So he's starting basically in the year 2000 and working backwards to prove to you that Jesus was real and he had magic powers. Jay Warner Wallace, fuck you. Okay. So he's got a video entitled "How Could God Allow Hell?" This ought to be terrible. You guys ready? Let's cue this bullshit up. Let's roll the tape. Gang, pause the tape before we start this video five minute video. Let me tell you something. If Jay Warner Wallace investigated real-time homicide the way that he proves a christian god he would not hold the title of detective he just wouldn't i promise you roll the tape or not pause the tape i don't know if you guys can hear this the audio is terrible it's an audio uh, auditorium setup and this woman is in the back of the fucking stadium. It sounds terrible, but it sounded like is hell allowable or is hell moral? Hopefully, his audio's better. Roll the tape.
4: Jim is hell. It's, it's not like Brad doesn't know the answer to this, but he's just being smart.
2: No, well, I, I, I'll deal with the hard ones. That's uh, it's. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the easy one. Is hell reasonable? Is hell Um, reasonable? It is reasonable when you step back and you look at the...
0: Pause the tape. Did you guys catch that? Is hell reasonable? And he said yes. The answer is actually no. It's not. Again, that's why this is not a debate channel. Because right now, a Christian would say, by what ultimate standard? Baby, shut the fuck up. Eternal torment is not reasonable. Gang, one of the foundational pillars of punishment It has to end. It has to end. And you punish people to teach them a lesson. Okay? The punishment has got to fit the crime. If you go 35 in a 25, the cop will write you a ticket. You pay the ticket. You do your defensive driving. Bam. If the cop takes his gun out, finish that sentence for me. That punishment did not fit the crime and you did not learn anything, okay? And again, they'll hang their hat on, there are none good, no, not one, baby, shut the fuck up. We're talking about reality now. There's, I'm thinking about someone in my life, and I told you, she's a Hindu. Let's just say she deals with some of the worst that society has to offer. She's good at her job. She fights for those that don't have a defense. She's a Hindu. And according to Christianity, she's going to be tortured forever. Please go fuck yourself. And he just said, what's going to happen to the person that I know? Yes, it's reasonable. It's reasonable that this person who fights for the least of us is tortured forever. Gang, roll the tape. i got to put something in the oven. Roll the tape.
2: Big picture. And so uh, the the evangelical church right now is, uh, when we talk about God, we so often emphasize the love of God to the exclusion of God's justice. And, um, And so we don't offer a full picture that really puts something like hell in the proper context where it is more reasonable and plausible. If God is just loving, and that's what we emphasize, then, then hell seems to be implausible. It seems to be unreasonable. Because God's loving, right? But God is not only loving, uh, he's not only omnipotent, he's only not only omniscient, but he's also just. And justice makes sense of something like hell. And in one sense you can say, uh, think about it, would we, Would you say that prison is a good thing?
0: Well, there's a... The, Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. You're making excuses for an abusive spouse. You are. Yeah, you're right. Prison is a good thing. When you step that far out of bounds that we have to put you in a box, and gang, there's a whole other discussion to be had. Punitive prison systems versus rehabilitative ones. I'll just say this. America is doing it dead fucking wrong. But when you step that far out of bounds, you're goddamn right. You are goddamn right. We put you away. But, again, at the end of the day, and again, uh, our European brothers and sisters, we've got a test tube. We We see what happens when you rehabilitate your criminal element versus what we do here in America. We just torture the shit out of them. Right? Again, if you're truly going to punish somebody, one, there's gotta be a term limit two there's gotta be a lesson learned otherwise you are just a hate-filled sack of shit or you're the christian god or both right again god's love is infinite therefore his punishment has to be infinite really he can do anything he's all powerful but he can't come up with a better system of justice other than to hurt people non-stop for trillions of non-stop years Christians, if you're okay with that, you are as big of a psychopath as the god you were forced to worship. Roll the tape.
2: There's a sense of prison that we would say, no, that's bad. But there's another sense where we'd say, well, actually, it's good. Because prison is a quarantine to take uh, bad people who've done bad things and quarantine them from the rest. And in the same way, hell is that. Hell is a quarantine. For those who want to pay for their own deeds uh, themselves. And so if you want justice, you'll get it. Uh, If you want grace, well, that's offered as well. Pause the tape. We may end the tape. I'm not going to
0: sit here and listen to this man defending abuse of spouse. He basically, no, he didn't basically. You know what? Yeah, end the tape. Please go fuck yourself. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not. I deal with that shit at work. You got what you deserved. That's exactly what he just said. Okay, I'm not going to sit here. And again, that reason number 29 billion on why this is not a debate channel. It is not. Stop it. You don't deserve to get hurt. You don't. Right? Your God can do anything and everything, but he can't come up with a way to get us all into heaven. I just, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to wa- J. Warner Wallace, please go fuck yourself. Now getting the next one up, this one ought to be terrible, atheism, why I converted to Christianity. This one, yeah, again, he's going to mix in his, you know, professional career as a homicide detective, the Blase and the glavenoids. This this one should hurt all of our feelings. I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. Let's get this queued up. You guys ready? Let's roll the tape. Jim, as a once angry atheist, something about the Gospels struck you as being more than. close the tape. Do you guys catch that? Eight seconds in. I hope you guys caught it. So the interview said, as a once angry atheist, they are painting a picture. They are writing a narrative. Now I may be the last person to talk when we talk about angry atheists, but Christians. Did you ever stop to think that maybe there's a legitimate reason why the atheists that you're talking about, that we're fucking angry? Did you ever stop to think that maybe I'm a little bit perturbed that you keep going in on our LGBTQ plus family members? Did you ever stop to think that I'm a little bit fucking pissed off that there are days where I can't make groceries without a fucking nine-year-old little girl telling me I'm a piece of shit? I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at the fucking adult for making her fucking do it. Did you ever stop to think that maybe I'm just a little bit angry and I'm mad because you guys are sitting here and you're dragging the world fucking down? Did you ever, guys, did you ever stop to think that we atheists are angry because you are pissing us off? Again, you're so busy spreading your loving message that you guys refuse to listen when we say this isn't love. (laughs) And on the rare occasion that you do listen and say and listen to us say this isn't love you slap us harder and tell us I'm gonna continue to love you Did you ever stop to think that the anger that you feel coming off of atheists is something that you provoked? roll the tape Then and I quote you
2: moralistic mythologies they actually appear to be ancient eyewitness accounts
4: and that very fact became important to you. Why? I think because when I first started I was just interested in Jesus's words. So if it had been just a list like the Gospel of Thomas, a list of the quotes of Jesus, the kind of proverbial wisdom of Jesus, that'd be one kind of document. But of course the Gospels aren't that at all. The Gospels appear to be recording a series of events that include Jesus's words, but these appear to be a historical account. And that's a very different proposal altogether. That means that if it is history, if it's a claim about something that actually happened, It means it's falsifiable. In other words, it's like my cold cases. I have people who will say, hey, I saw this. This is what happened. They give me a narrative. Well, I can actually go in and take a look and see if that's reliable. Is that true? Did it actually happen as a falsifiable?
0: Pause the tape. Again, stop it. This is why I don't do that philosophical bullshit. I just don't. I refuse. Right, you're right. Fuck nuts. It is falsifiable. And I'm going to tell you what. I, I don't debate the existence of Jesus, mainly because I don't care. I do not care if Jesus was real. I do not care. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the fuck face said some nice things, but I don't care. I do not care. You want to know why? Christians, again, I will spot you all of it. Jesus was real. He had 12 homies. He said some nice shit. I'll I'll give you the fact that he was tortured. I'll give you the fact that he was murdered. I'll give you all of that. Now, you are still stuck. You are still holding on to this enormous weight. You have to prove to me that he's got magic powers. Now get your underwear out of your booty hole because some of you just got mad that I said magic powers. You're getting mad at the wrong shit. Right? As easily as everyone dismisses the claims of Scientology, of Islam, you guys want to sit here and laugh because South Park did an episode on being a Mormon. You guys remember that? Dum, 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 dum. And in the crawl, it said, this is what they actually believe. Joseph Smith and the secret stones and the magical hat. We all laughed our asses off at that. Then here's a grown ass man who, who can tell you who killed who 10 years after the fact. And he's going to sit here and tell you that some fucker took a staff and said, turn into a snake staff. And it did. It's not that it's falsifiable, it's that it's just as stupid as the claims of Scientology and Mormonism. Gang, we got to stop giving this shit credibility. They don't give other people's religions credibility, so
4: why are we doing the same for them? Roll the tape. And that gives me a point of context, a point of reference to begin an investigation. You'd have a hard time doing that if for example all we have is the gospel of thomas a series of proverbial statements for the most part from jesus we'd have a really hard time uh, even doing any kind of historical investigation to see if it actually occurred but these don't have that kind of contextual feeling as i read through them i saw they had properties that were similar to the properties of eyewitnesses when you have more than witness one witness to a scene in an event when you have multiple eyewitness accounts they have a certain characteristic a certain flavor And at first, as I read read through these, I didn't really put my finger on what it was about them I have in the book. But for me, it just, my gut instinct as an investigator said, wow, that's interesting. I've seen that before in a robbery. I've seen that before in a homicide account.
0: Pause the tape. But you know what you haven't seen, Jay Warner, fuckface Wallace? The people that you investigate whose lives were taken from them, they didn't come out of a grave three days later. Okay? 500 people didn't see, shut the fuck up. Again, again, at the end of the day, we are giving credibility to something that has none, none. And I don't you know, pause the tape in the tape. I no longer so care. I... It does not matter the credentials that you have. Jay Warner Wallace, Linux, all these people. It does not matter. All that matters is is your claim true? And it is not. It isn't, right? So, again, I'm not going to give him the respect that his religion refuses to give everybody else. Now, gang, as we look for another one of these fucked up ass videos, you know what this reminds me of, gang? It reminds me of fuckface Ben Shapiro. And some of y'all are going to be like, what? Joe Rogan. I remember seeing a clip from Joe Rogan. And, gang, he did it right. He did And again, I I can't criticize Ben's intelligence level. I can't. But Joe Rogan was right. And they were talking about violence in the inner cities. And Rogan was trying to get through Ben's thick skull. That this is a very convoluted and layered discussion. Again, systemic racism. Right again, it's like if all you've ever seen is someone picking up a gun and not going to Harvard. Again, you don't even know that harvard is an option for you. Again. This is a layered discussion What did Ben Shapiro say? Just don't pick up the gun and it's like look dude. Seriously, okay? You were born in an upper middle class if not rich family, Ben. You had all the opportunities You know in the fucking universe Again, the fucker's got, like, how many books? How many millions is he worth? He's never known an empty stomach. He's never known what it means to hustle. Just don't pick up the gun. Ben, okay, again, it's not that easy, Ben. This is a just don't pick up the gun. Again, just don't pick up the gun. Technically, he's right. But his just don't pick up the gun does not address reality. If both people who are angry just don't pick up the gun, no one dies that night, right? But it's not that easy. It's kind of like telling someone with clinical depression, just be happy. It's like, hey, thanks a lot, fuckface. I didn't think about that, right? My my point in bringing up fuckface Ben Shapiro is, Just because you were smart at A does not mean you were smart at B. Just because J. Warner Wallace was, you know, a homicide detective, that means he graduated from college. That probably means he has like a master's degree. He's still defending something that has got no defense. So he sounds just as ridiculous as they all do. Now, hold on, gang. What, What the fuck are these? Hold on. Did I fuck this up? Do I have more J. Warner Wallace than what I think I do? Because wouldn't that be something? Hold on, let's... What is this one? What is the best historical evidence?
2: No, oh, fuck it. Let's give it a shot. Is the best I think a good Roll history. the tape. What's
4: the best historical evidence you can get for the Christian faith? best history i'm not a big fan of that word historical so what i look at remember everything we work in cold cases we're working any crime you work you're working an event in the past Mm. we don't get to watch crimes in live time we don't like 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 scientists who work in a laboratory environment with crime we are always examining events i guess you could call them historical events even if it's only 30 years ago or it's only 30 minutes ago so we're looking at is do we have any good evidence that was so so for example if we're the first thing I want... Pause the tape. Just so you guys know...
0: Again, yeah, clearly this is a thorn under my saddle here. 13,000 views. 75,000 followers. Subscribers. That means he's making money off of these videos to tell you that you ain't shit. I got stripped of monetization because I said... You're worth more than that. I got stripped of monetization because I called Ben Shapiro a coward for talking about toys when his Republican Party basically committed the Civil War. Give me a fucking break. Roll the tape.
4: Now, when I was looking at the New Testament, is could I reasonably consider the Gospels to be a reliable eyewitness record? That's up for debate and people will debate that for for ages, okay? And I've written a ton about this in my books and on the website. And what I try to argue is that I think we've got good reason to at least suggest that the authors of this account wanted it to be considered an eyewitness account. We have statements like John at the end of his account.
0: Okay, pause the tape. He's just gonna babble. My problem with every word that's coming out of his mouth There's nothing that can be said about what you are claiming, Jay Warner, that my friend who's a Hindu can't say about Ganesh and Vishnu. Now again, that is why for the one billionth time, this is not a debate channel. I'm about to belch. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. If you say that to an apologist, they'll now say, Oh, what, you a polytheist? Shut the fuck up. No, we are trying. When, when an atheist brings that up, we are trying to demonstrate that there's no difference, Jay Warner, than your fucking claims that my friend has about hers, that, you know, Muhammad al Shaba's ex has about Islam. This is all faith. But they'll trot his wing in. Yeah, that's what we talk about in the cold case because I'm so fucking smart. That's great. And I'm sure you went ace at your job, but you still have not proven
4: that Christianity is real. Roll the tape. He says, hey, I'm, you know, I'm writing about all that Jesus did. I can write a lot more. I can fill books with all this stuff. Okay. Then the question is, well, then is, is it a reliable account? Is it an account? An eyewitness account? And then is it a reliable account? And if it's a reliable account, this is this is how, by the way, I look at, I get supplemental reports.
0: Yeah, you know what? Pause the tape in that tape. We're going to go to another one. It's not, you're right. It's an account, but it's sitting on some bullshit. It is sitting on some bullshit. No, the earth is not 6,000 years old. No, your God did not create the world in six calendar days. I'm not going to sit here and argue the definition of the word fucking day. No, your Jesus didn't oh, what is it? just some fucking fish, guts, and some bread? Surprise, bitches! I got lunch for everybody. Everybody. No. Your Jesus didn't say, oh, what is that? i fucking, oh, that, that sees all kinds of fucked up. Watch this, bitches. You know, your Jesus did not walk on fucking water. Your Jesus didn't sit there and be like, god damn, this hurts like a month. Why you, he got, oh, wait, oh, wait, I'm on a cross? This is sitting on some bullshit. I'm dead. Run, bitches, I'm alive. No, 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 no. The answer is no. There's no reliable, shut up. I'm not arguing that. Again, Christian, just as easy as you dismiss everyone else's claims, that is exactly how it is I'm dismissing yours. It's all faith claims. And I don't buy in on faith claims. let's get one more for the road, gang. Because, again, this is just sitting on some bullshit. Yes, you can be a Christian because of the... Gang, this one's going to hurt your... You know, I don't know. Christian because of... You know what? Let's do this one to finish up the show because this one, that's kind of a repeater. Fine-tuned universe is best explained by God. Gang, without even rolling the tape... That statement is fucked up. It is. You want to know why? The universe is not fine-tuned for our existence. That is an arrogant statement. The universe was not made for us. We are a product of. We are. This is exactly what you'd expect to see, gang, when you are the third rock from the sun. Right? Face Ray Comfort loves to say... Right, The sun is just far enough to ripen your tomatoes and give you a tan. He's right. He's right. It's not because the world was made for us. It's because we are the product of. So this whole bullshit that the universe is fine-tuned, it is not. It is not. The universe is not fine-tuned and this is not intelligent design. Let's cue this bullshit up. Dang, this one's hurt my feelings.
4: Let's roll the tape. This is one piece of a larger case. We could look elsewhere. For example, we have uh, the universe that has a beginning, but it also appears to be fine-tuned for life.
0: Pause the tape.
4: I mean, we're, we're 11
0: seconds in, and he couldn't be more wrong if he tried. We don't know, Christians. Again, if you guys would ever shut your mouth long enough and ask someone other than a fellow pastor or apologist you would listen to someone say, we don't know. But again, you guys are so addicted to your script. Apologies, I told you. Sean Carroll busted William Lane Craig wide the fuck open live during a debate. William Lane Craig said that according to the Vorde guth vilencum theorem that the universe had a beginning. Sean Carroll knew Adam Guth. Of the Vorde Guth. And he said. Hey Adam Guth. Do we know the universe had a beginning? Adam Guth said. Fucker we don't know. The next debate. You know what William Lancred said? He said according to uh, the Vorde Guth Valenko, Christians. Even when you are busted in your bullshit. You, you just continue. Right there. He said we know the world had a beginning. No we don't. No, we do not. So I said, well, if it's, you know, we have a beginning clearly is finely tuned. No, it is not.
4: Roll the tape. This has been a perplexing problem for atheists for a number of years. As a matter of fact, Anthony Flew, when he first uh, became a thief.
0: Pause the tape. We're not making it, gang. We are not making it. This is not a problem for atheism. This isn't a problem for atheists. I'm an atheist. I'm not a scientist. Again, if you actually want to know the answer, you'll ask a scientist, not an atheist. Now they're going to trot out Anthony Flew's monkey ass. An atheist who apparently had somewhat of a deathbed conversion. And I remember Matt Dillahunty talking about it. And even Anthony Flew. admitted Because what Christians will tell you is like, I totally believe in God. I don't want to fucking go to hell. Stop. Apparently, even Anthony Flew said, Look, I'm totally succumbing to shit arguments. I'm just afraid of burning in hell. How fucked up is that? I can't believe I used to be a Christian. Gang, roll the
4: tape. He is a deist, probably. He did so because of this problem. We're in a universe that appears to be tampered with. I worked a case one year where a lady died in the upper store bedroom. Upper Pause
0: the tape. If he trucks out Stephen Hawking, I'm going to flip my fucking lid. That's what Hawking said. He did. It does appear as if we are in a universe that was designed for us. And that is where the Christian discussion begins. What they don't do is tell you what he said right after that. And that's pretty much... Look, I've got absolutely no proof, I've got no evidence that there's a God, so we're just going to keep rolling this fucking truck like we're just going to rely on the science. Christians, part of your lying is that you only tell half the
4: fucking story. Roll the tape. ...floor bedroom of her house. And I got there, and we investigated the background story to this thing. Her husband and her have been fighting for years. And... They had turned the gas off in the house, but the husband, who didn't even live there anymore, had re had turned the gas back on a week prior to the to her, die, her death. Now she's dead upstairs. Why? Because she's been asphyxiated in the house filled with natural gas. At, well, her and her baby, both. So the question is, okay, we get there. Not only that, but when the mother-in-law first showed up, she saw that right around the house, several things, doors that were not usually open, Windows that were frozen in one position had been changed. Never seen that before. Looked like somebody had tampered with the house. And even at the room itself. Pocket door that was stuck.
0: Gang, pause the tape. He's just going to ramble. Gang, let's hit it with the Uncle Bobby example again. My screen is just open enough. YouTube, you can see her. Podcasters, you can't. See that lady over me? That's my mom. But that that's it, here. The guy over my right shoulder, why do I always tell you guys? He looks a little bit like me, doesn't it? You want to know why? Because that's actually me. Over my left is my mom, over my right is me. There, I just proved my mom. I don't have to sit here and compare it to some cold case murder about gas being turned on in the windows, and the blase, and the glavanoids. Nope, I just showed you my mom. You believe me, don't you? Didn't take apologetics. If my mom wasn't alive, is the Holocaust really wrong? If my mom isn't alive, why is rape wrong? Do I have to do any of that? Or can I just show you my mom? Or do I have to trot out some smart, dumb motherfucker to sit here and say, Okay, okay, so if Carrie was real, what you don't seem to understand is, Okay, 25 years ago, there was a homicide, and there was some gas, and then there were frozen window. No, it's just as simple. World, may I introduce you to Carrie Reed? I mean... <laughs> Just roll the fucked up ass. We're not made, Okay, We're a minute in to an eight and a half minute video. I am done with Jay Warner Wallace. Whoever suggested this, fuck you. This is making me mad than a motherfucker. Roll the tape. The
4: fucking place was now closed and there was even clothing against the bottom of that door which wouldn't allow the gas to escape from the bedroom and the pilot light and the upstairs wall heater had been extinguished. Really? When you start to see this kind of tampering at several layers, I think we had a suspect in mind. This doesn't happen, this is not a bad coincidence. I've got tampering at several layers. It turns out, this kind of tampering also is seen in the universe. At the foundational level, you see it even at the law.
0: Gang, pause the tape in the tape. You wanna know why? Do you wanna know why? J. Warner Wallace is a detective. He's not a geologist. He's not a big bang cosmologist. He's not not an evolutionary biologist. I'm not gonna sit here and listen to another Christian apologist bastardize science. I don't care. And they all say the same thing, that God is just painfully obvious. So let me tell you about a murder that I investigated 35 years ago. No, 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 no. The universe is not fine-tuned. The earth is not 6,000 years old. Grow the fuck up. Gang, Uncle is only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's giving you one big motherfucking solution. Christian apologetics. Shut the fuck up. Again, if you have to work this hard to prove your point, you're lying. Again, convincing versus conveying. I will always use the same example because it works. YouTube, that's my mom. She's beautiful, isn't she? I just proved to you that Carrie was real. And again, if you're a Christian, you're going to sit here and say, well, I have to take faith that it's your mom. Get your monkey ass the fuck off my goddamn channel. And don't you ever use my mom as a fucking debate topic. Please go fuck yourself. You are no longer welcome on Gin and Truth on YouTube. I just proved to you that that's my mom. I didn't have to play any word games. I didn't have to go get a fucking degree in fuckfaceology. It's just that simple. That's my mom. And it's painfully obvious. Christians, if your God was anywhere near as painfully obvious as my mom, you could in atheism tonight. But you can't. So you need fuckfaces like Jeff Durbin. Again, Christians, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. We're all born sinners. All sinners deserve to go to hell. Except for infants and zygotes and fetuses. That makes no sense. But more importantly than anything, I don't debate abortion because I cannot give birth. I can't. That person over there who has that capability, that is on them. And you're right. They may regret that decision. They may say that's the best thing that's ever happened to them. It may be about as emotional as taking a piss. But it's on them. But Christian, so far, as long as you're going to sit here and tell me, especially Calvinist, that we're all fucked up, I can't sit here and listen to you tell me how all life is sacred because I don't believe you when you tell me that. Again, we're all born sinners. All sinners deserve to go to hell. But apparently... People in the womb, they're innocent. Two-year-olds are innocent. I've even been told seven-year-olds are innocent. Christians, you're just fucking lying. The next one up was fuckface Frank Turt. How old is the universe? Why are you asking, Frank Turk? You would be better served asking a box of fucking silicone. The box of silicone will give you an infinitely more accurate picture. Then some fucker's going to sit here and play a word game with the word day. You know good and goddamn well what we mean when we say day. 24 hours. Anything other than that and you were playing a fucking word game. Back in the day, yesterday, the other day. Stop it. I'm not listening to that. Then the last one up was fuckface J. Warner Wallace. And it's the attack of the smart, dumb motherfucker. Okay, apparently he was very good at what he did professionally. But if he tried to solve crimes the exact same way that he proves that the Christian God exists, he'd be unemployed. Unemployed. No one's listening to that. I just belch you, hashtag unprofessional. You're not converting anyone with that foolishness because for as smart as he is he's just as dumb as the other ones you want to know why they're forced to defend that which has no defense they don't this is garbage this is bullshit Christian apologetics has never converted a single person the people who claim apologetic status they went searching for this crap because they are entirely too tired of getting their ass kicked in actual back and forth. So now you have to sit here and question on whether reality is real. Probability versus possibility. Hold on, I'm going to assert your position for you. Okay, The only reason why you become an apologist is because you want to lie. Because you're entirely too lazy. To defend something that you know on a certain level is sitting on some bullshit. So you become an apologist. So that you can quote unquote win every debate. Well again, congratulations. Because apparently this is very important to some of you. Knock yourself out. But just know, you are not convincing anyone. I'm sorry, you aren't conveying information. You're lying. Pizza sleeping fast under the West does not prove a God. What do you mean by that? Does not prove a God. Is it true? Doesn't prove a God. If there is no God, what's wrong with the Holocaust? Doesn't prove a God. You're just bullshitting. You're lying. And you're lying because you know good and goddamn well that that foolishness that you've been forced to defend, it's indefensible. And if you actually debate it, your monkey ass comes in last every single time alright gang the big guys held you long enough he's signing the fuck off gin and truth let's go